Oh my god. He got it. Everyone was super surprised. Jack Engelhardt had just qualified for the Olympic trials in the 50-yard freestyle. Welcome to the Highlight Zone podcast. I'm Noah Manderfeld. The former UWSP swimmer Jack Engelhardt has qualified for the Olympic trials, and his journey there was a wild one. He took a year off after his freshman year, and then another one after his senior year, an eight-month one that went all the way until August of 2020. But somehow, he finds himself qualifying for the Olympic trials. I speak with Engelhart about his journey through UWSP and his successes there because he surely had a lot of that and how he thought he was hanging up the Speedo for a bit after graduating because he was bored. It's all about the fun to Jack Engelhart. I want to ask you, did you expect to qualify for the Olympic trials? Was that was that an expectation for you? I I had a feeling it was it was in me, but it was uh, I knew it was not going to be easy. So I don't know. I kind of went into the meet knowing it was possible, but I had to I had to swim kind of the perfect race or at least close to that to to get in. It's 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 quick and it's it's a lot different swimming in a long course pool than than what I'm used to. So yeah, well that was a personal best, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That was one of my first swims ever in a long course pool. I'm used to swimming the the yards pools, which are shorter. So walking in, I know you said you thought it was a possibility, but what was your mindset heading into that race? Uh, just, you know, I, I kind of had to tell myself I got nothing to lose. I, you know, I, I'm really kind of in the sport still for fun. And, uh, you know, if I, if I got it, it would be really cool. And if not, I'm still happy with what I've done in my career. So Mm-hmm. but why not go for it what, what what was the reaction did you know you got it right away i'm sure you knew what time you needed right yeah yeah so i i had to go for it um on the opening length of the 100 free on my first try and to get the the cut officially i had to have a few timers at the other end of the pool mm-hmm. um just to make sure nothing got messed up so i hit the wall and everyone that was timing me with their stopwatches had a time underneath the, the trials cut. And they were all like, oh, my God, you got it. Everyone was super surprised. And I was, like, amazed. I couldn't believe it either. And the only thing with doing, doing that on the opening 50 of 100 is that you have to finish the 100. So instead of celebrating, I had to swim a whole nother 50 of the pool to uh, – get my time to count so We're, okay really to celebrate but i know i know in the middle of a race it's a little bit tough you don't really notice your surroundings how did you know that you had gotten it on that 50 did you just could you hear the reactions what was that like yeah uh, and it, it it felt right i guess is kind of how i'd put it um i could i could tell i was going fast and yeah there was there wasn't many many people at the meet with the pandemic going on, but there was a there was a little reaction there. So I knew something good had happened. <laughs> so, so, you, so you finished the race up, and I'm sure you you've had moments of celebration. I know you've had a, a lot accomplished, especially at UWSP. But you're exhausted, right? I, yeah. What like like what is it? Just pure adrenaline at that point? What what are you doing after you? Pretty finish? much, yeah. It's adrenaline and pain. So. <laughs> like like basically just trying trying to breathe but it, it felt it felt good so one thing you mentioned too and uh we'll get to your ewsp days in a bit but i wanted to talk to you you said you're, you're kind of swimming for fun at this point well yeah. i mean i mean how often are you swimming and, and what keeps you going um i'm kind of going i'm swimming three days a week and i'm lifting weights four or five 
Um, honestly, I, I was completely out of the sport from December of last year. Um, like right before the pandemic started through August and I, I was just really bored. So I started, uh, I figured I might as well do something useful with my time. And, uh, I've always loved swimming. And so I just kind of ended up getting back into it and. Yeah. So you so you're kind of just on your own right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of nice. Cause I can write my own sets or practices and I can kind of get into the water and see what I need each day. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to competition, how do you choose where to go, what to do? Are you just picking and choosing places to be at? Yeah. Um, I've got a, a couple friends that are still swimming, uh, at the, the same level. So I, I chose this meet, uh, because I was able to race my old, my, one of my old rivals, Colin Miller, who swam for Eau Claire. Um, and it's also in the pool that we would taper at for Stevens point every year in a pool that I tapered at from age 10. Really? So, so we've, I've had a lot of, a lot of good swims in that pool. And I figured if there was a time to get the cut, it was going to be at this meet at this pool. Mm -hmm. Why was the Olympic trials on your mind? Like, why, why did you think that, you know, that was something that you could achieve, especially after being out of the sport for what, eight months? Well, the main reason, uh, one of the, one of the old point swimmers, the most recent one to have qualified for trials back in 2012, I think it was, mm -hmm. um, he held the 50 record at point before I got it. And I figured if he could, if he could do it, I could, I could at least get close. So I, just, and of course, yeah, I wanted it, to reach, reach that level. Yeah. And it happened at a, a special pool to you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Did, did it feel good to, to get it there? It did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I enjoy that pool just for all the memories. So it's, it's like a, it's a comfortable place. I'm not feeling out of my element before, before a race or anything like that. Mm -hmm. That's good to hear. Let's go back to your UWSP days. Cause I know you, you had some success there. First off, talk to me about what you were like when you first got on the team and you first stepped on a collegiate swimming team. What was that like? <laughs> it was a ton of fun. I was, uh, well, I was like a 120 pound freshman and I was having a blast. I really, my first year, I really wasn't the most focused in the water, but it was just such a, it was such a fun atmosphere. And the coaches there have done such a good job of just making the team really, really tight. Everyone's having fun. There is like, there's a, a great culture for working hard, but everyone gets along super well. So mm -hmm. I, just, I loved it. What was your success like that freshman year? Did, did, you know, that lack of, I don't want to say lackadaisical, but you know, the, the focus did that, did that affect your performance in the pool? Um, I, I went best times and everything, but it definitely, it, it was, it was good, but it, it could have been better. And, uh, one of the coaches, uh, Justin Stoffel kind of sat me down after the season and said, yeah, if you, if you focus, you can, you can be, you can be really good. So. Was that moment, you know, that, that, time where you took that step forward into becoming what you ended up becoming? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, this is the first time anyone had, had really kind of sat me down and said that. And it, yeah, I'd always kind of had in my head that I, I wanted to be fast, but it just kind of seemed, 
out of the realm of possibility until I heard it from someone else. So mm -hmm. where did that improvement really start coming or when I should say? Um, well, I actually, I took a year off of school after my freshman year and I spent, it was kind of similar to this, this last year where I spent quite a bit of time out of the water and, uh, I went back to the WIAC conference meet in what year was that? I think it was a 2014 or 2015 conference meet and watched all my friends swim and they had all gotten so much faster. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> I guess I got to really start working hard now if I want to keep up with everyone. So watching, watching all my friends do so well, I, I decided to kind of nose to the grindstone and just go for it. The next what, did, four years, so. what, what did that include? Was it just a lot more time in the weight room? Was it just a lot yeah. more dedication to the sport? Uh, it was kind of both. It was, I, I knew I needed to lift quite a bit more. So I, yeah, I probably put on 20 some pounds between February of that year and getting onto campus for my sophomore year. When did that uh, start to pay off immediately? Instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right away. It took a little bit to get back into shape for, for practices, but I was, as soon as I showed up, I was going times that I almost couldn't hit the year, the year that I had swam there before. You, you, you were telling me just a few minutes ago, you had this idea of being fast, but it just didn't seem like you could really get there. Now that you were starting to see this improvement and you were quickly getting there, did that surprise you a little bit to see what you were capable of? At times. Yeah. Um, but it was also like it, it it more just kind of was a relief to know that I was capable of what I thought I was. Uh-huh. I know what was it? Was it twenty? Yeah, so you so you won the fifty yard freestyle three years in a row. Talk to me about that first time you won it. It kind of another thing where it was it was just like it was it was a relief almost. I wanted to do it so bad. I wanted to come in first in that so bad. And we had this really 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 fast freshman show up who had won state in wisconsin it was way faster than me all year and we we just had this really great rivalry the entire swim season where like one meet he'd beat me and then next meet i'd beat him we'd just keep going back and forth so we knew we'd kind of push each other to be hopefully first and second and i was lucky enough to be first in that race mm -hmm. did that did that okay. kind of i'll go ahead um, oh, it was just, I mean, being able to do that after having to leave the sport and it, it just kind of was like a nice, nice way to make my return. Uh-huh. Were you at nationals that year or was it not until the next year that you were at nationals? Uh, we made nationals. I wasn't, I think I had like a bonus swim in the 50, but we made it in a couple of relays that year. Yeah. Uh-huh. What about 2017? I know 2017, that's when you made it to nationals. I think you placed six in the 50 yard freestyle. Talk to me about that. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a pretty crazy experience. Um, first, like having my first ever NCAA final swim, uh, it was it was terrifying. And I remember being behind the blocks for that, and the the whistle blew to get up on the blocks, and I realized I hadn't been breathing for the last like thirty seconds. So I'm like gasping for air right before they start us. Um, it I mean after after the race it was. Like wow, that was really fun, and I it just it, I needed to get the the nerves out on that swim. Mm -hmm. So but, by this point, and you you had told me about you know there was that one instance after freshman year where you just kind of took a year off and you stepped away from the pool, 
and you did that after you graduated. Was it just all kind of about having fun in the pool? Was that kind of what motivated you at that point? It was, I mean, you had these goals, yeah. but you were having fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, swimming's a sport where like you, if you're not having fun, you just, you can't be successful. It, it's not really realistic. Um, I think, I think in most, in most sports, that's probably true. But if you're worried about stuff or not enjoying it, you're just impeding yourself. And there's, it's, whether it's a mental block or a physical block, you're not having fun. It's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing having that success was a lot of fun for you. Yeah, it was a blast. It was uh-huh. really cool. So 2018 is really where you kind of, you know, you took that, that biggest step forward. You got, you were runner up in nationals. Uh, I believe you were there. You were an all American uh, or yeah, you were an all American in the hundred yard freestyle. Yep. Um, talk to me about that. I mean, how did, obviously I know you came from this tiny freshman. First off, how big were you that senior year? How compared to freshman year? Uh, I think I was, I was maybe 30 pounds heavier and I okay. don't know if I grew height wise at all, but I was uh-huh. just in, in better shape in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did, was that an expectation for you entering that year or did that, you know, you, you were just really feeling it that year and it, it all kind of came together. Uh, as in like placing, placing well at nationals, placing at nationals, all American, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I, you know, we, I just had like this, this awesome group of guys around me that we, we kind of decided that we wanted to, you know, be top, top two or three in our, in our relays and see what, we, see what was possible in the individuals. So I think, I think, yeah, we were kind of expected to be in that position. Mm-hmm. The year finishes, um, you have the record at UWSP first off, and you have, you know, this kind of career you was that when you started to take off or were you swimming for a few years after that? Um, I was swimming, but it, I, I, I kind of have to say I was a little bit burnt out. Um, and it's, it's really, it's tough going from college swimming to swimming on your own. You know, I, I was able to, to race and swim with really good friends every single day of the week. And going from that to swimming by yourself is not a fun transition to make because you're, you're uh, constantly having to motivate yourself and you don't have that atmosphere around you. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's yeah. Not having the coaches on deck or anything like that. It's, it just, it wasn't fun for me and I, I wasn't enjoying it. So I, I went to a couple meets and yeah, that must've been 20, like late 2018, 2019 that I went to a couple meets and it just, I just kind of was like, yeah, this is, I'm done. And I, yeah, decided to step away for a while again. Did you think that was the end? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I knew I'd, you know, have fun at alumni meets and try and swim fast at those, but yeah, I was, I was ready to kind of hang up the speedo, so mm-hmm. to speak. <laughs> and you just got bored. <laughs> yeah. That's all it took. That's exactly what it was. Just pure boredom. <laughs> uh-huh. Wanting to be healthy. Did you have those same issues when you got back into the sport? Oh, working uh, out on your own, that kind of thing. Not really. Um, I think I just had a completely different mindset of, you know, I, I wanted to be healthy and I wanted to be strong and, you know, it was just kind of a, see what I'm capable of rather than go as fast as I can. So what were your times when you came back or were you timing yourself at that point? Um, 
I went to a I went to a yards meet in March, but before then I had absolutely no idea if I was going to be fast or slow or anything. I knew I was strong, but I wasn't doing like the 2-hour practices I used to or anything like that. So I yeah, I, I showed up to this meet and I ended up being within half a second of my best times, which was super surprising. I couldn't believe it. So yeah, at that point in March I was like, "All right, well, I might as well try try and go to a, a long course meet and see if I can do what I think I can. Well, well, how far have you come, I guess, since March? I mean, it's only been a couple months. Uh, what, where did that improvement come from? Uh, just a, a lot of stuff in the weight room and a little bit more focus in the water. I've been doing a, a little bit more yards in the pool. Um, but yeah, I've, I've really upped it on the lifting and eating healthier, getting more sleep. It's kind of a whole bunch of different things coming together at once. Uh-huh. Was, what, were the Olympic trials on your mind before that March meet? Or was that really when you were like, hey, I think this is realistic? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think March, March was when I realized that it was going to be possible. How much looking forward to them? <laughs> a ton. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. What, what are you looking to, to do there? Are you looking to prove yourself? Or are you looking just to have some fun? What's the goal? Um, I, I, I know I can drop, I can, I know I can drop some time from the, the meet a few weeks ago. And I, yeah, I think, I think I can do, I think I can do well there. After that, what, what, what where do you think your head's going to be? Do you think that might be it? Or are you going to go for more? Um, you know, I really don't know. I'm not sure. I, I'm kind of, I'm open to the fact that that could be. That could be the last thing, but I'm, I'm having so much fun now. I don't know why I'd want to stop. So mm-hmm. just keep swimming. Yeah. Why not? I think finding Nemo said it best. Yeah, right? <laughs> now the Olympic trials are June 13th to June 20th in Omaha. Good luck to Englehart out there. That's all for this episode of the highlight zone podcast until next time. Take care.